What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Even More About Nothing. I'm one of your hosts, Rafiki. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about, a lot to go through. So, before we really get going, across the table from me. Yo, what's going on? I almost opened up with the Diaz and Merrill line, which they probably wouldn't <laughs> appreciate if I did that, because if this isn't that kind of podcast. Uh, if you guys have rocked with us for a minute, you know our ultimate goal is to get bought by Disney. Um, and we can't do that if there, there's questionable content Ooh. and or stuff in there. <laughs> Which, I don't know if that's ever stopped us before, <laughs> but... Especially in the earlier episodes. Dude, Unhinged, two hours? Oh my gosh. That was a lot. <laughs> Plus it was just easier than editing to, like, like, like cutting and clipping, like, two hours worth of stuff together. Yeah, it's just like, nah, I'll be on, on, on. <laughs> It is what it is. Whether the universe likes it or not. What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Matt. Uh, here we are. Yeah. Another episode. Uh, small circle this morning, but still a lot to go through, so it, it's 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 going to be a good one. Can we call this a circle, even though it's just two of us? You know what? Um, a circle is really only just one line, so yes. Fair. That's fair. There's two sides to a circle, inside and outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that's fair. So, how's the week been for you? Um, I mean, it's been pretty good. Had my first day off in forever, so that that was kind of nice. But but this morning, I did have to talk with some Jehovah's Witness <laughs> at, at our front door, which that in itself isn't bad. It's just annoying. It's mad annoying. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you have uh, dealt with not necessarily this. They're they're kind of the solic- the solicitors of religion, if you believe you ask me. Fair, <laughs> with the exception of soapbox people in downtown areas. Yeah, yeah, that that's a fair assumption. But in terms of like door to door salesmen, like yeah. package delivery people, like Jehovah Jehovah's Witness is the the UPS and the solicitors of religion. That's fair. I can agree with that. Yeah. So. Um, actually the thing is like, I, I went to go, go pick up some, uh, some groceries this morning. And as I was on my way back, I happened to see them walking up one of the streets, uh, adjacent to our neighborhood. And I made eye contact with one of the ladies as I was driving by. And I was just like, yo, I'm pretty sure she doesn't live there. Why is she there? I was like, he might like, and I know what the people in there look like. And now I'm not like judging, but at the same time, I was just like, yeah, you don't look like you know those people at all. <laughs> and she made eye contact with me, and I was like, yo, that, those are Jehovah's Witnesses. I was like, they better not be following me trying to find yo. out like what house we're at. And so then um, get back, kind of like look around before I like get out and like go inside. I was like, okay, cool. Closes the door. <laughs> and so then I was talking with uh, Timmy Tunga because he went somewhere. And he, after he left, he called me. He's like, yo, uh, my friend Marvin's supposed to come by to pick up the bass. Um, so whenever he gets there, it's, it's right next to the couch next to my guitar stand. I was like, all right, cool. I'll give it to him. 15, 20 minutes passed by. And so then, like, there was a knock at the door, the doorbell rang or whatever. And uh, Jimmy, our younger brother, he's been on a few episodes 
Um, the infamous Voltron episode. Yeah, that was him. Uh, so he, he's like, oh, I got it. I was like, oh, don't worry, Jimmy. I know who it is. It's Marvin. He's here to get the bass guitar. And like, oh. as, as, I'm, like as I'm getting to the door, no, like this is the door. Like some door have peepholes. We have like window panes with some of it kind of iced over so you can like. You can tell there's a person there. Yeah, you, you can, can tell there's a person there. Really like, you can't. Yeah, you can't really see it. Um, I mean, there's some like de- details in it that are still like clear glass and aren't iced over. But um, I realized there that it it's not Marvin. There are two ladies standing at the door. And when I was talking to James, I was like in that corridor in front of the door, so like you can hear through the door that someone's there. Because in that split second, I was like, I have to make a decision. I can just pretend like I didn't say anything, and I can just go back and sit down, but they've already heard me. It's like, so at this point, I'm kind of committed. So I open the door. She looks at me, <laughs> and she's like, hey, how's it going this morning? And part of you, like, when you open it, even though you know instinctively it's Jehovah's Witness, part of you doesn't want to be Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. And you just think it's just someone selling Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> and so she opened <sighs> it up. And literally, the most cringe- cringeworthy opening line, she says hi after the formalities and everything, and she's just like, uh, she's like, wouldn't you say that everyone in this world is looking for happiness? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I was like, of, of all the things you choose to open with, that's, that's, that's the one thing you use to, like, bait the hook with and, like, throw it out there. That's like um, people that do, like, Amway or those pyramid scheme type things. Mm-hmm. Are you looking to make some extra money? Are you tired of the job you work at? Uh, yeah, but not with what you're giving me. <laughs> right? Yo, and for those of you that didn't know, Moogie for a time uh, was with the Amway thing. And because of that, and because of the people I met through Amway, there are so many people now that I recognize as a part of Amway, especially when I was in school. Uh, I had a couple of buddies, one in particular. Uh, I remember we were working on a project, and he's, he's like, hey, yo, man, what's going on? Good to see you. How you doing? How you doing? I was like, yeah, I'm good, good. He's like, he's like hey, man, uh, yo, so I asked him, like, what he's been up to. He's like, yeah, I just started my own business. I was like, yo, word, that's what you doing? He's like, he's like I'm kind of like a, a sales rep or whatever. Like, uh, I connect people with, like, supplies and stuff that they're needing, whether it's, like, nutritional stuff or stuff like that. And he's like, dog, I mean, if you want in on this, I can hook you up with uh, uh, with my guy. He can get you started. I was just like, yo, is this Amway? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, how'd you hear about Amway? He's like, I'm good, dog. <laughs> oh! Oh! Uh, but no, I, no, but we're up to those people that are able to actually make something, whether it may or may not be a pyramid scheme, who knows? I've had I've had some people message me on Facebook. Actually, going back to Jehovah Witness, did I ever did I did you know about the the month or like the five weeks that I I ever ended up running into Jehovah Witness every mm-hmm. single weekend? No. So wait, wait, like they came to the door or like, like it started with it, they came to the door and then I like I ran into like someone at Walmart. Like I literally like every weekend ran into a Jehovah Witness. I don't know if you remember that. So like. I had, I had a friend that I went to high school with, didn't know he was a Jehovah Witness. I have, Actually, not only did I go to high school with him, I went to middle school with this kid. Mm-hmm. Never knew he was a Jehovah Witness, or at least that his family was. So this is several years outside of high school. We're home. Some people come down, and of course I open the door, like, because I'm like, hmm, it's a Saturday. Hmm. 
wonder who's here. You know, like I didn't, we, I wasn't expecting Jehovah Witness kind of thing. It's not like I saw them before. It's always on a Saturday. It's, it is always on a Saturday. So anyways, they, they come to the door and, you know, I start conversating with them. And then I figure out like, this is my friend's mom from high school um, and his little brother. And I'm like, yo, I haven't seen him since we graduated. You know, and we start mm-hmm. talking, how's he doing? And then all of a sudden, like, because they said first and last name. And I was like, hmm, I know someone with that last name. It can't be acquitted. Because it's not like a normal last yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're just like, hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, my name is Jeannie Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not like that. So, anyways, they kind of hit me with, you know, like, we talk. And then all of a sudden, boom, they hit me with the, you know, the, where the Jehovah, where Jehovah Witness, like, so we talk a little bit and I was like "Ah, I'm good they were like hey it's okay Uh, we get these weekly mags we can bring we can bring you some back later since you know my son kind of thing I was like okay you know what's weird about every especially if you've gone to church before and if you're like like I hate to put it this way but if you're like affiliated with any sort of like uh, religional denomination like you always hate dealing with Jehovah's yeah. Witness because there's you're one of two mindsets. You either like going like full on d bag like uh yeah first of all no, <laughs> <laughs> or the other side of you is just like you know what I'm gonna have some fun with this. <laughs> so they came back three weeks in a row. Okay, yo, like your friend's mom and his little his little brother came back three weeks in a row. Yo, so mom, so mom, like one of those, like I, so the first week they came, and then another week I happened to be outside. They came walking down. I was outside. They're like, "Hey, guys!" I was like, "Oh, yo!" It's like, wait, is this one of your Amway pitches? <laughs> week yo, two, yo, what did Jehovah's Witness ran Amway? Yo, <laughs> no, 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 no. If you're Jehovah's Witness, we're sorry. But at the same time, <laughs> this, gotta, you remember when we were talking about the questionable things Disney may or may not accept with the podcast. <laughs> so, anyways, the next two weeks, this is where the problem kind of kicks in. The next two weeks, mom answers the door. Mom tells him, "Oh, he's not here today." You know, kind of thing. Oh, okay, we'll come back next week. Then we took a trip to Arkansas. Okay, so we're in somebody else's house. And the parents and the people we're visiting decided to go out. You you were with us, like, because this was a few years ago. But oh, so, yeah, yeah. We, we were down in Arkansas. Wait, wait. We, no? Yeah, we were in Arkansas. I was not there. Did you not come that No. One? I forget what it was, but I was not able to go. Okay. I'm surprised. Okay, anyways. So, we're, we're in Arkansas. It's a Saturday morning. We're in someone else's house. Yo, they followed you down to Arkansas? They didn't follow me down to Arkansas, but it was another set of Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, I was <laughs> like, yo, dog, that's when you get a restraining order. <laughs> Look, I know I went, like, I know my boy from high school, but. No, it wasn't the same, but, like, I got hit with Jehovah's Witnesses then. Then I come back, I go to Walmart, and I, mean, I saw, I saw, like, it's, it's a different set of Jehovah's Witness people now. Like, we're back home. So, like, this is now, like, week five or week six or something like this mm-hmm. of after five or six weeks, you know, four weeks in a row of just Jehovah Witness. And all of a sudden, I'm at Walmart. And I see some people staying outside Walmart. And I'm like, hmm, I don't like what the way that looks. I'm just going to keep walking. 
Okay, so I keep walking. I was actually with Tim, and we we go around the store, and as we come back inside the store, I see the same people. I accidentally made eye contact. Mm, that's where they. Get and you. they were like, "Hey, man, how you doing?" And that's when I got hit with it. Uh, <laughs> if, if if you want to know our Lord and Savior. <laughs> If you want to be saved and or make money, there's one of two options. Press one for Jehovah's Witness. Press two for Amway. Sheesh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a really good thing it's just us today. Yeah. Because if Mookie was here, oh my gosh. We might not get through yeah. anything. Uh, let's real quick. My week in review. What have I done all week? Not much. Yeah. I don't know. I'm looking forward towards the sporting game. And retro night. Yeah, it's supposed to be retro night. I got to figure out, like, my ticket-buying situation. I mean, not my ticket-buying situation. My jersey-buying situation. Yeah. Retro jersey. Uh, because. I mean, it's a must-have. It is a must-have. I got the last one that they put out. Yeah. I should have gotten that one, but I didn't. Oh, well. You know what? I bought mine off the uh, an offshore website for 20 bucks. I don't know if you knew that. That's how I got mine. Yeah. And thanks for openly admitting that on the podcast. <laughs> We've all done some questionable stuff in our lifetimes. Granted, like, like I mean, it's not like no one knows about those websites. You're right. You're right. I'm, I'm just saying. But anyways, um, we have like 30 minutes to get through stuff. <laughs> right. We're just going to push all the way through all this, guys. It, it's actually... Uh, there's actually a lot of stuff that's going on, and because of the two of us, hopefully that means we can get through things a little bit quickly, um, but no promises, because this is a show about nothing. Um, I don't know if we've actually, like, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, uh, welcome aboard. Yeah, this literally the show about nothing. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. But anyways, that being said, let's go ahead and hit the rundown. What we got lined up. Okay. Today on the rundown, is Fox in trouble? Are they going to be bought, bought out by somebody else? Don't know. Also. Well, I mean. Not so much Fox in trouble. Well, that yeah. I mean, who, who else? Who else has the kind of money that they're just going to be like, yo, wait a minute. I don't know. Or is it just like a third party stepping in? So, here's the deal, people. Disney might not get a hold of Fox. There's some things going on. And someone has finally thrown their hat in the ring. And lo and behold, Comcast has offered $60 billion to buy out Fox Entertainment. Yo, I didn't know Comcast was still balling like that. Apparently. Like, yo. Like, who's still using Comcast? I don't know. Apparently, everybody but us. Because if yo, they have $60 billion... Yo, I know mad people that are have Google Fiber, no Comcast. <laughs> well, but it depends because some people will buy, like, the Google Fiber internet only and then have Comcast, like, the Comcast oh, stick for TV. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah, I guess I guess that works because, uh, like, my friend, he has the Google uh, Fiber internet, but he does, like, Time Warner cable. Yeah. Um, hmm. So, I, I don't know, there's something to... Um, I don't know, like, so a lot of people are going to be a little upset about that. However, like, 
do we really want that big of a monopoly to happen? Like, yes, we, we understand, like, why, like, especially on the Marvel side of things, yeah. people know why this is important. But think about how much of a hold Disney has on entertainment. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of thing that governments try to prevent, where yeah. there's such a monopoly. Uh, and then, before you know it, propaganda is being thrown at you, and you don't realize it. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts? Do you think, do you think Comcast should uh, weasel their way in, destroy this? Yeah, like I, I'm with those people. I'm, I am. To be honest, when I heard that, I completely forgot that government regulation was a thing. <laughs> and I was just thinking, like, in terms of the Marvel aspect, I was like, yes. We're finally getting Black Panther and Storm. Uh, or Wolverine's finally going to be part of the X-Men, whoever the new Wolverine's going to be. Uh, just like all those cool team-ups that you would usually see but don't get to because yeah. of the separation of entities. Um, with that being said, if it doesn't happen, uh, if Comcast does end up buying it, I mean, we've gone this far without them being put together. It might hurt a little bit because we were so close to having it. But at the same time, it's like we, we survived so long without having it happen. They've done pretty good with it so far. Yeah. Um, if they do do it, like, honestly, at this point, it's it's kind of like uh, a win tie. <laughs> Fair. But let's, let's, like, let's also be, like, think about this a little bit. Like, we never thought it was possible for Sony to be able to say, okay, Hey Marvel, come help us with the next movie we got, and we'll kind of we'll slip them into your universe. So like, it is possible, it is doable. The question is how soon and when if Comcast does get a hold of it. And honestly, I'd rather see that because yes, Disney is good about buying things and leaving their entity, but when's enough enough, you know? Yeah. And that's why government regulations exist. Yeah. But anyway, so let us know what you think. Tweet at us, E-Man Podcast on Twitter, uh, what you think about the Fox deal going down. And if you actually do use Comcast, not saying we're going to disown you. I'm just going to be, like, real disappointed. I'm just kidding. You live your own life. You do what's good for you. Treat don't, yourself. Don't, don't worry about what I'm saying. Um, also, we talked about the KH3 premiere event last week. Yes. Um, and they got to play a demo, or a lot of media people and creators on YouTube and, and such. Um got to play the demo for Kingdom Hearts 3. They just announced this week that there will be Kingdom Hearts 3 playable for fans at E3. So that means one of two things. Public demo. It's a strong possibility at this point. At this I I would have it would have to be. Yeah. Like it just makes sense. But then at the same time, has Kingdom Hearts ever actually done a demo for their games? No. Like Final Fantasy has. Or at least some key, Fantasy, some key Final Fantasy games have done demos for their games. Fifteen definitely did. Like that's I, the most recent. I'm pretty one. sure thir- earliest thirteen okay. might have had a demo. Okay, and yeah, so like so basically the last two main flagship games, you know, the main two main title games that in the last several years have had demos. Um, the more notable one was fifteen, which mm-hmm. was like two years ago at this point. Yeah. Um, is do do we want something like that? Cause like that's how they've been getting feedback though. Like they're getting feedback to clean up the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. However, like K 
Kingdom Hearts has been one of those series that we're yet to truly get a broken game. There are aspects, yes, people don't like, but we've never truly gotten a broken game. Mm-hmm. So I think it's one of those things, I think we can trust them enough to do what's best for the franchise. I'm not worried about it. So I say no demo. Like, I, I think no demo. I just want to experience it when I get it. Yeah, that, uh, that's fair. Um, keep them rolling with the games. The My Hero Academia game, uh, One's Justice, mm-hmm. I believe that's the name of yep. it, also got a release date. It's coming out August 23rd. Do you think we're getting a demo for that game? With it being that close? That's hard to say. That's hard to say because we're three months out. If we were to get a demo, the demo, well, I guess maybe still possible. Demos usually come out like a month and a half before the game. Mm -hmm. So it's possible, but I'm going to say no. No. I say no. I feel like with that that kind of game, the style that they're building up, that's like prime uh, genre mix for a demo. I'm thinking of, because uh, I'm pretty sure there was a demo for uh, J-Stars, J-Star Versus. Because that's essentially what I'm thinking of when I think of this game, a okay. better version of J-Stars. Oh, um, we hope. We hope. Right? <laughs> um, and like with like Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 4, there was a demo for that. Um, so I think so. So hopefully we do strikers. get one. Yeah. Uh, exactly. That, that game needs a lot of help. I'm pretty sure we got a release date for Shinobi Strikers 2. I think it's supposed to be in August also. Oh, ooh, word? Hold yeah. Uh, I think it's like, I don't know if, because August 23rd is a Tuesday? Is that what that is? I think so. August 3rd. Because... By the way, the August 23rd day is Japan release date. It's not for certain that it will come out on that day in the U.S. Okay. Uh, um, no no initial release date yet for um, Shinobi Strikers. We just still have the 2018 window up on a lot of sites. Huh. Because I thought I remember seeing something about that. Oh, but... wait, 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 wait. I found something. It looks like... Uh, you might be right. I think August 31st is when it's due to come out. August 31st. So, 8-31, August 31st, Shinobi Strikers. Super excited for that one, too. That's going to be a good one. Should be good. But, uh, as we're keeping it rolling, they, I don't know, Hollywood's been just been on this kick, like, taking every sort of anime they can that we, that we have ever revered or held, like, near and dear to us and completely and utterly ruin it. <laughs> That's just been the track record so far. I'm just spitting facts. Now, Steven Spielberg wants a crack at a Mobile Suit Gundam movie. Okay. I will say this. Due to movies such as Pacific Rim, it can be done. Mm -hmm. But how close... Or how revered are you going to hold the original content? Content, And I guess it just depends because obviously anyone that's ever watched anime ever gotten into mechs knows that there's like a million one uh, Mobile Suit Gundam variations and series. <laughs> there's a lot. 
Oh, and it also depends on like which one that I know that uh, to a certain degree they're just going to be pulling from everything, and there's like certain pillars that hold true throughout each of the series. But it also depends on like which one they are uh, sourcing from the most. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know. There's so many like, and with so many, you have really good ones and you have really bad ones, and um, like that's something he. Like, I, I, I wish and I hope that, like, Spielberg will talk to audiences, especially those who um, are in the anime world, to say, like, hey, guys, what are some of the best ones um, for story, for, you know, for the story, for the characters, for this and that, and then build from there. But also still explore the other ones and say, okay, this wasn't as good, but this element people loved. Um, so it is possible, but like, I'm worried because the track record of anime to live action, especially by Hollywood, is not good. Yeah. It's failing. Like, the closest thing that was, quote unquote, okay, and I'm putting air quotes around okay, was, um, Ghost in the Shell, honestly. Ghost Mm -hmm. in the Shell was the one that was like, hey. Not too bad. And, like, seriously, like, Scarlett Johansson looked like Major. Like, honestly, she looked like her. But people were like, oh, you can't have a white person do. She's a robot. Why does it matter? Mm. But, you know. Anyways. Let us know what you think about uh, Steven Spielberg taking up a mobile suit Gundam project. How do you feel it's going to be? Uh, how it's going to turn out. Are you excited for it? Are you super worried like all the other anime movies adapted to live Hollywood? Tweet at us, email podcast. Um, there's also going to be a new Dragon Ball series. Not the one that they were anticipating after Super ended. Um, so the continuation uh, or like in addition to the movie. It's actually being adapted from a manga series that came out probably like three or four years ago. Yeah. Um the manga series was known as Dragon Ball Heroes, I believe. And it, it essentially follows this kid who goes to this arcade to play, like, a Dragon Ball game. And then you can select, like, your own characters. Or you can, like, build your own characters kind of like you were in Xenoverse. Like, whether you're, like, a Saiyan or you're from Booze Race or you're a uh, Namekian. And you're inserted into this game. And in different stages, you can have a lineup of people from different points in time in the Dragon Ball series come together to fight like an enemy. So you can have uh, future trunks um, lined up with like your custom made character. So say you're like a Saiyan who's able to go Super Saiyan 3 uh, with that also lined up with like Super Saiyan 4 Goku from GT. Yeah. Um, and that's actually where it comes. So like GT's all, uh, like uh, Super Saiyan 4 is coming back into play because of this uh, because of how everything's lining up like that. Um, so it, it's interesting that they made this move. Uh, well, I say interesting, um, but I guess it makes sense at the same time because uh, Dragon Ball, the Dragon Ball series, I should say, has been prevalent for the larger part of the last decade and a half. Almost what, like, like Dragon Ball Z or the Dragon like Ball C? The Dragon Ball series. Like the Dragon the last, Ball franchise. Yeah, the franchise. Like the, for Dude, the last... Longer, like 25 years. Yeah, so like... Yeah. And they obviously, because of uh, station programming and scheduling, uh, they ended Dragon Ball Super. And like they're still waiting for like the next thing to happen. So 
it makes sense in that regard, but at the same time, it's interesting that uh, we don't continue the storyline in itself. Yeah, but we're getting different variations and pulling from other like non-canon material. Which would be the first time, like that would be the first time that movies get drawn into the canon universe before Super started, because obviously the yeah, first yeah. The, uh, Battle of the Gods, Resurrection of F were the first ever canon movies. Yeah. So to have movies now, like from past, being drawn and in. Now we don't even know, like, is this going to sit with his own universe? Like, or is it going to be like a little pocket? Mm-hmm. Like a little pocket series? And then, like, down the road we get a continuation from Super? Or. And because it's coming after Super, I don't, I don't remember seeing from the initial, like, uh, pictures of it, but. Uh, I imagine to some degree they're going to uh, try to incorporate what was established in Super into this. Uh, so, like, it, it's kind of like recreating the storyline. Not so Well, not so much recreating it, but they're following that trend while incorporating the new elements that have been added and the new characters and power-ups and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty cool to see. At the same time, it's not like what a lot of people are expecting. Uh, because we've all we've heard about is talks of the sequel to Super, uh, and to be honest, this is kind of out of left field for a lot of people. It really is, but they'll get over it. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be fun and entertaining, something different that they uh, really haven't done before. Because um, a lot of times for the Dragon Ball series, everything for the most part has been. Um, actual storyline and plot like in terms of sticking to the manga as a like with the exception of movies uh i guess the specials kind of uh do tie in for the most part but this is the first time they're doing something where it's like oh hey this is like not necessarily an original idea because once again it is being uh, being adopted from a manga most likely um that isn't really, like, progressive of the entire franchise. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, a new uh, perspective on it. Yeah. Good. All right. Let's keep it moving. So the next thing on the docket, we still have a few things on the docket that we just need <laughs> to try to go through as yeah. fast as we can because time is a thing. Uh, Donald Glover in Black Panther 2. So this is raising a big question in a lot of people's mind. Yep. He was in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes, people. You know, like, most people are like, what was hey, it? Wasn't uh, Aaron, Aaron Davis? I think so. I can't remember his character's name. But, like, he was seen. Like, his, like, Donald Glover as an actor was spotted in Spider-Man Homecoming. So now, one of two options. Does he show up as his character from Spider-Man Homecoming is he a doppelganger, or and, and the did they is, write out his ori- his original character that he played? And the thing is, um, the reports that are coming out is not just that he's going to be involved in Black Panther 2. It's that he's going to be an antagonist in Black Panther 2. Um, so what degree of a villain is he going to play in the storyline? So, yeah, as like many people pointed out, it's like he's already been established as Aaron Davis. Um if I'm remembering that name correctly. Um, how's that playing? You can go, like someone pointed out, you can go the Doctor Who route and play with doppelgangers. Um, I mean, 
in Infinity War, uh, Doctor Strange did just go ahead and create like 20,000 versions of himself that still get beat by Thanos. Kakubishi <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, and especially with the Infinity Stones being a thing, like alternate versions of someone, whether someone's being uh, impersonated like it's the Secret Wars, or if it's just straight up someone from uh, just a clone. That is being used like it's it's superheroes. It is it is a superhero realm. Nothing yeah. is impossible. That's very true. All right, but also tying back to Spider Man, the next Spider Man movie. So Spider Man, we'll, we'll call it the Spider Man Homecoming Two for all intents and purposes. Not that it's actually be, unless they want to go the with Homecoming the sequel. The Homecoming sequel. There you go. Jake Gyllenhaal wants to play. Reports are Mysterio. That would be interesting. That would be the first time I think we've seen Mysterio on the big screen. I don't think we got a Mysterio in any of the previous mm-hmm. iterations. So this will be new. Like, we're not rehashing, you know, the Sinister Six. Yeah. We're not rehashing Goblin. Goblin's like a key point, like a key focal point, which yeah. people understand. Like, you have to have a Goblin eventually. You have to have Harry and, you know, some of those other guys. But, like, yeah, Venom, Mysterio yeah. will be be interesting. Um, yeah, Mysterio, for sure. Like, Mysterio, um, well, we kind of, Venom was, well, the symbiote, anyway. Well, the symbiote. It, it is. It is. It is a key point, but it's not like a major point. That, but that's the first time I think we're we're dealing with a villain that I don't feel like will be hashed in any way in live action. Was yet. Vulture done in no the original trilogy? Oh wait, was he? Oh no, no, no. Because one. Was Goblin, then Doc Ock, and then three was the Symbiote. Yeah, and then Amazing Spider-Man. Which, all we, all we which had all, was, yeah, and then the Amazing Spider-Man was what we had the Sinister Six, right? Mm-mm. Or was that in the original Spider-Man? That was the original Spider-Man. No. No. That well, was yeah, 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 Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man because at the well. It was two. At, at the end, he fought Rhino or whatever it was. But it wasn't until two that like we kind of got that. You you saw the equipment, but you didn't see the actual fair people. Um, so yeah, so Spider Man Homecoming. Shout out to you for not following the same old tired trends um, and giving us something new and unique. So you so you're not limited to what people thought of the last one or comparisons. Yes. So we're super excited about that one. Um, I'm actually supposed to be going to Atlanta later this year for work, and uh, my coworker, uh, she loves uh, the Marvel superhero films, but she also loves Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> and so, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Marvel is notorious for filming a lot of their stuff in Atlanta. Oh. And so she said, when we go down there, if we find out that they're filming at the same time, she's like, we're making detours to find Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> wow. Oh, and it's crazy. So you know like how uh, you think of, for us, we're not involved in the process, so we don't think about like filming in a city. Yeah. Um, do you know how, like you would think like people are just like, oh yeah, they film Avengers here, it's great. Do you know people are like super fed up with that? <laughs> it 
it just so it just blows my mind. Everyone outside of it is just like, yo, it's so cool that they're filming uh, a movie in your city. And someone's just like, no, that adds like 20 minutes to my commute. It sucks. But do you know at a mass scale uh, how they are able to keep people out of the filming area or people know that they need to go like take a different route? How? They flip traffic signs upside down. They flip a mouse upside down? Yeah. To let you know that... Yeah, that filming is going on within that vicinity or past that point. Oh. Yeah. Crafty. Yeah, it is. And super cost effective. <laughs> yeah. Sheesh. I'll be driving like... That's weird. That's a down. Yeah, like, <laughs> but the thing is, like, if you don't live in that city and you're just driving, it's like, yo, someone left that upside down. They need to get fired. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're you're walk, you run into Robert Downey Jr. You run him over. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. And then you end up in a Drake and Josh situation where you get sued by Oprah. <laughs> Shout out to Drake and Josh. That show was but, so good. Anyways, um. Moving down, keeping with the theme of superheroes, um, DC in their own classic rebuttal is they did cast Zachary Levy as Captain Marvel. Granted, like we knew The Rock was like going to be Black Adam for yeah. like three years now, so it's about time that they've casted Captain Marvel. And to be honest, when I saw that, oh, I wait, well, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, because Captain Marvel's supposed to be in this Black Adam movie, not Shazam. I know they're doing a Shazam movie. Yeah, so this is in regards to the Shazam movie. Okay, okay. And so, uh, whenever I first saw that, part of me was just like, eh, I can kind of see it, because Zachary Levy is pretty dynamic as an actor. And he he has a persona that chops to pull off, like, uh, and I I really wonder how they're going to do, like, the Billy vs. Captain Marvel um, dynamic. Because I imagine that it's not just going to be straight up Captain Marvel the entire time. But it's, I don't know. The other part of me is just like, why? This is dumb. Like, DC, first of all, your movie's already subpar at best. Like, across the board. On average. Well, that's... The Batman ones, be careful because even, even the Christian Bale ones were... Well, yeah, the Christian Bell ones were good, especially the Dark Knight. This, the first two were amazing. Like, if you, if anybody asked me, the trilogy could have been regarded as one of the best superhero trilogies I have ever watched. And then the Dark Knight Rises happened, and it dropped it considerably. First of all, not Bane. Second of all, Talia and Bane, a little gross. Third, that death scene. Oh. Talia's death? Yep. One of the worst I've seen. Yo, yo. <laughs> so I was on Twitter. You want to talk about the worst superhero movies ever. Someone had a straight up video clip of the basketball scene in Catwoman. Yo, no, 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 no. Ah. Goodness. And when I saw that, because I remember at one point I tried watching it, because I've never seen it all the way through. I've seen the very beginning, and I've seen a part of the end, probably at like the the three-quarters mark of a movie. Haven't seen the enti- thing in its entirety. I saw that, and I was just like, yo, yo, <laughs> this 
this this isn't okay. <laughs> oh. I regretfully watched that movie. That's the worst superhero movie of all time. Mm. Well, it's bad. No, no, no. That is on the list of some of the worst. However, well, you still green... have the '70s Doctor Strange. I never saw that. It is bad. What about the Hulk? What was that? '80s. Hulk was '80s. Yeah, '80s, like late '80s, early '90s, I believe. That was okay. Like, and in, in, in context, the- in, in context of like '80s television, you're like. Oh, this is actually pretty good. So, so when you say the seventies Doctor Strange, is it is it bad because it's the seventies, or is it bad because like even Doctor in the, Strange even in the 70s, looks like a porno man? Like he looks like he's in a porno film. But was that everything in the seventies? <sighs> Here's, I've never seen anything like this. Where, for example, you know how they showed so like getting into the tower in the sanctum or whatever. Uh, the guy that had to get in, had to use some magic to get in. And I think they painted his hand yellow to signify he was the secret. <laughs> there, there were special effects. It was the 70s. What do you want them to do? Oh, uh, and then I, like, Did you want I, them to cut out cardboard and just like tape it to his hand? I don't know. <laughs> Dog, uh, you got limited options here. Like, dude, it's it, the lines are cringeworthy. Um, I'm pretty sure, like, like it was so bad. There's a scene between Doctor Strange and the villain who was a female. I don't remember who the villain was. And it was, like, this whole idea of, like, she was trying to take him to bed so she can, like, get his power kind of thing. And it was just, it was, it, I, I kid you not, like, a vibe of, like, like a... Re- I'm sorry, when Doctor Strange has like a porn stash on his face, and then that whole thing, it's, it's really, really bad. Yeah, like, this got weird real quick. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all so, I was yeah, we're, we're just gonna like push past that. <laughs> that you kind of get what I'm yeah. saying now. Like, so, just, sorry if we like cause PTSD <laughs> with that for someone. Had Those who have seen it know what I'm talking about. If you're really trying to have a bad movie night, the ultimate ba- one of the ultimate bad movie nights, that will do it to you. Mm-hmm. That followed up by Catwoman. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's just, just do it. Else is it Yeah, this. well, we're just yeah, we're just putting through this. Uh, once again, E3 is coming up. We're gonna have our boy Tonks on uh, the GameStop Guru, as he's gonna be affectionately dubbed because everyone like. Tonks is his own nickname, but everyone else gets, like, a nickname from the podcast. Like, we have Ref Phil, we have The Accountant, and then Batman kind of self-proclaimed. Also, we're just, like, adopting that, like, as... Uh, but he self-proclaimed it on the show, so... Well, know. he did. Yeah, so it was on the show. So, Tonks is officially the GameStop guru. He will be on the show post-E3 to help us wrap up and unravel everything that went on because of the mind-blowing experience and also utter disappointment that may happen or will happen at E3. So stay tuned for that. E3 is about like two or three weeks out. Yeah. Three weeks out because everything starts on the 10th, I believe. Yeah, that weekend, like we'll get some early stuff like EA Play and some early access stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, keep it locked for that. And now to the good stuff. We're talking about Solo. A Star Wars movie. Yes. Um, for those of you that haven't seen it, there are spoilers going to be included. Go ahead and uh, pause it at this point. Go watch it. Uh, then come back, listen to this, 
hear what we have to say about it. Be free to agree. Be free to disagree. Uh, point is, go see it unless you just don't care and you just want to get the lowdown on what happens. It's all on you. No further warnings past this point. If you get upset, we warned you. But anyways, um, with that being said, you're the only one who saw it. I'm the only one that's seen it. <laughs> and everyone that decided to push Pat that is like, you're warning us for what? Rafiki hasn't even seen it. Uh, but honestly, a lot of people had um, like stacked this up to be one of like the lowest incoming Disney properties. That's fair. Um and honestly, uh, I went to see it on Thursday night, and you can kind of get that vibe because a lot of people either a didn't know what to expect from it, or b had this misnomer from the get go of what they think it's gonna be, and opted to not have it like ruin what they already know about Star Wars or their own conception or perception of Han Solo, and. Like, honestly, you can see it, like, when I walked in the theater on a Thursday night. Like, when we when we went for uh, The Last Jedi, packed. Like, there was nowhere to sit if you were late. Like, that's another, <laughs> that's another thing in itself. Like, like, there were limited seats, and you, you were just, you were stuck breaking your neck in the front trying to watch this entire movie. When I went in there, so I went early on purpose because I wanted a good seat. Um, but when I got there, by the time the movie was starting, the theater was probably only 60% full. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. For Star Wars property, that's that's lacking. That's yeah. That's lacking. Yeah. Um, so, and that's before whether people were reading up on it. Obviously, they had director issues and people were like, yeah, I don't know. It's probably going to tank. It's like, but there's a plus. Donald Glover's going to be as Lando Clarissian, which, by the way, Stole every scene he was in as Lando. And, like, people are talking about Lando movie needs a spinoff. Like, for me, because he stole every scene, this was the Lando movie. <laughs> but it wasn't, like, super heavy on, um, like, Lando. So there was a good balance because it it is Han Solo-centric. But um, there were – it was a lot because overall it was, it was a good, enjoyable movie, fun to watch. Um, there's just a lot that happens in it. Um, they essentially take you from when he, like, teenager. Okay. To, uh, so essentially where it starts is he's a teenager. He's on, um, what's the name of the planet? Uh, I forget the name of it, but he's on this planet because, uh, He's under, like, he's with a bunch of orphan kids or, like, people that were, uh, kids that were taken and they're under the protection, um, of this particular, like, matriarch okay. or whatever. But she runs, like, this, uh, junk hole of a planet. They're under their protection. They have to steal and sell stuff and re-junk stuff to bring to her, uh, to sell. And then, like, in return, she gives them protection, uh, for, uh, what they do. And so him and uh, Kira, the love interest for the movie, are there as teenagers. They try to escape. And obviously at this point you see uh, Han is, like, already well in his ways of, like, 
the best driver around. He's witty. He's crafty. He doesn't really conform to the norm. Yeah, he's he's the rebellious person that you think he is. And so he steals it like this runner because he ended up stealing some um, Calaxium from this deal he was supposed to do. They were going to sell it to get out. When they're about to get out, they... They're, so there's this checkpoint for them to get to their freedom. He's with Kira. And so Kira is like he, talking to this lady. He's like, here, we have Calaxium. You can sell it for whatever you want. As they're going through, Han makes it through. But the lady closes the door and like calls security on them. So Kira's taken back. Han now has to like book it out of there, get his way out. And that's kind of like where everything takes off from there. Okay. And then obviously there's a reunion later. Um... But there's just, like, so much that's packed into the movie. Because that – think of that. Everything that happens in that, that's, like, the first 15, 20 minutes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, 15 minutes of the movie. And so – and it progresses through that up until the point. They actually end with him winning the Millennium Falcon. That's how they end the movie? Yeah. They ended the movie with him winning. It's interesting how they did it because uh, Sabak, is that the name of the game? I believe that he wanted in against Lando. So he actually plays him twice in the movie. Um, so what happens is the uh, after some time he meets up with Kira because he actually joins uh, the Empire as his way of escaping from that checkpoint in the beginning. Uh-huh. Um and he's like, I need to get out of here. He's like, I want to be a pilot. And he actually wasn't Han Solo to begin with. He just went by Han. That's all he knew him himself as, his Han. And so he goes up to sign up, and he's like, Han, he's like, uh, like, what's your family name? Like, who are you a part of? And he's like, I'm by myself. And so the guy's thinking there, he's like, hmm, Solo, Han Solo. And that, I was just like, eh, I'll, I'll let it slide. <laughs> but uh, he actually joins the Empire to become a pilot because he wants to fly. That's the thing. He's like, dude, my dad was a pilot. I want to fly. I'm the best flyer there is or best pilot there is. Mm-hmm. Gets kicked out of that, ends up in like the infantry or whatever, uh, and then runs into Woody Harrelson's character who are uh, – People that are hired by the Crimson Dawn. That's the people that are... Uh, yeah, they're hired by the Crimson Dawn to pull jobs. Uh, runs into them because they've infiltrated that little infantry that he's a part of to do a job. Then they split. Chewbacca was actually... Uh, it's interesting how he met Chewbacca. Uh, so Chewbacca was, like, imprisoned okay. like, by this particular infantry. And what will happen is he was chained up in this cage. And for... Uh, like war criminals or prisoners of war or deserters or stuff like that, they actually threw them into the pit with Chewbacca and Chewbacca ate them. And so what happened is Han was thrown in there and (laughs) Chewbacca was about to eat him and like he's like choking him, like going to stick him in the mud and like as it's about to like suffocate him, he like gargles and then Chupaga's like, yo, dog, you speak that? <laughs> and then it's funny because, like, you have the subtitles for what Han is saying because apparently he can speak Wookiee. 
like prior to this. I don't know why. I don't know how. He's just able to. And like you can see the translation for what Han's saying to Chewbacca, but you still don't see subtitles for Chewbacca, like for what he's saying at all in the movie. Oh, interesting. So from the get-go, he's always been able to understand him. It's not like a learned thing. It very much sticks with you either understand what he's saying or you don't at all. <laughs> but um, overall, like there's just yeah, there's just like a lot that happened in a movie and like a uh, just over two hour time frame. Um, so how do you rate the movie? I would probably give it six and a half, seven out of ten. Okay. So it was, it was a good watch. Um, I didn't expect too much from it to begin with. It was just fun and enjoyable. Um, the way they portrayed the Kessel Run, because they do do the Kessel Run in this, it makes sense, especially because a lot of people have trouble uh, separating the, like, identifying the fact that parsecs are, is distance, not time. Because he talks about, I did the castle run in 12 parsecs. A lot of times people think that's, like, time, whether that's seconds or, like, minutes or whatever. No, it is distance. And it's interesting how they do it because... Um, after their first meeting with Lando, so he meets up with Kira again. She's working for the Red uh, Crimson Dawn. Uh, they are going to get unrefined Claxium to transport, but they have to uh, go get the Claxium. Then they have to go to um, this place to refine it, okay. so it becomes like that unstable, pure energy um, that people are after. Okay. So they go to. Uh, the mining field to get it and on their way out um, they run into what not a star destroyer is it a star destroyer like the giant cone ones the the ships for the empire uh, the those are those are the no those aren't star destroyers fleet something yeah well anyways they run into that because the way to get to the minefield is this giant um almost vortex that uh is a like a think of like a nature path okay as it's winding and it's kind of like a storm around it a lot of ships can sometimes ships will um like venture off of it and it's like a sandstorm they just kind of get lost and they end up destroyed and there's just no real way for ships to navigate through that. And so they do have a lovable droid in this. Her name is L3, uh, Lando's first mate. Absolutely hilarious. Uh, if you see anything, see it for L3. Uh, so you're following this, this vortex, which leads you from like point A to point B. And there's also other stopping points you can get off uh, to your particular destination. Um... I believe that in itself is the Kessel Run. Okay. So uh, the thing from the get-go is the Kessel Run in itself is... I guess if you identify it as a marathon... So, like, a marathon is... Like, if you follow a marathon route, it's uh, like... Oh, okay. 21.6. Is that what 26. it is? 26.2. 26.2. Um... So that's your marathon route. Okay. That is the vortex. So except in this terms, it's 20. Uh, 
20 parsecs. Okay. That's the Kessel Run. Lando says at the beginning, he's like, uh, because when they're leaving from the minefield, they run into the uh, Empire because L3 incited uh, a revolt and a breakout. <laughs> and as they're flying, the Empire's responding to it, so they're like, oh, shoot, the Empire's coming. The Calaxium's starting to become unstable because it's not kept um, at a particular like temperature level. Okay. So at some point, it's going to melt down, blow up everything. So they're rushing to get it to the refinery. And so as they run to the Empire, they're like, look, we don't have long before this thing blows. We're trapped here. We have to get to this particular refinery. And then Lando says, well, the like we have to f- turn back and follow the Kessel Run, but it's 20 parsecs. We can't make it. Han says, what we're going to do is we're going to cut through the storm. So, like, you think it's, it's a vortex, there's a storm outside of it, they're going to cut directly through the storm, which no one has ever done before. And that's how he does the parse, uh, the Kessel Run. So that's where he gets the 12 parsecs. Yeah, from. yeah. So instead of doing the 20 that wraps around, really, it's... Instead, of following, instead of following the marathon route, he takes a shortcut through it in order to complete the marathon. That's genius. Yeah, that's and that. I hopefully that helps people understand the parsecs as a distance, not the time. And it's funny because um, at the end of it, when they finally get to the refinery, uh, <laughs> Lando ship in the Millennium Falcon is in pieces, and Lando he's just he's just standing there, and um, Han at one point had to hop on the the sticks to fly it, obviously. And he looks at Lando. He's like, man, that's a great ship. And he's looking at it in pieces. And he's just like, first of all, you suck. Second of all, I'm going to be on my ship. Y'all finish what y'all do and let me know when you're done so I can get my cut and go. (laughs) But he's sitting there and he's like, he's like, dude, I did it. He's talking to Chewbacca. He's like, I did the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. And Chewbacca rebuttal something. He's like. He's like, well, it's 12 if you round down. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, there are a lot of interesting tropes. There's there's a lot of uh, great references. They actually, I didn't catch it the first time, they actually made a reference to an old Star Wars video game um, in the movie. Uh, Masters of um, Thai, Thai something. It's like a form of martial arts. Um, there's actually a video game uh, titled that, Star Wars Masters of whatever. Um, Kira is actually trained in it, and she mentions it, that she took down one of the guys at the uh, mining field using that. And so that's a great little homage. There's, there's just lots wow. of great stuff uh, that happen. Um, the actor, oh, I forget his name. I almost said Ron Howard again, but that's a director uh, who played Han Solo. Is it Aaron, like, Edelrich? Yes. Is that sounds it? Edelrich sounds right. Um, yeah. If not, someone will correct me. Um, I think because he's the first person to play Han Solo since Harrison Ford, he does a really good job of staying true to what Ford has set up while also uh, bringing his own identity as the the young, rebellious, I don't take no crap from nobody. Uh, Aiden and... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Eight, yeah. You got Alden. 
Elrich. Elrich. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, he, yeah, he does, he does good to, like, still uh, m- kind of make it his own without being, like, a, a Harrison Ford imposter or, or uh, copy. Yes, that's good. Yeah. So, overall, six and a half out of, uh, six and a half, seven out of ten. It's a fun, enjoyable watch. Um, I, there have been some people that, like, have loved Star Wars Gone It, and they're just like, whoa, it changed the way that I view, like, the entire mood, like, series or, like, Hansel as a character. There are some good tropes in there. Uh, so a lot of fun stuff, the dynamic between Lando and Han. And it's funny because whenever they first meet him, uh, he calls him Han the entire time. Uh, <laughs> Han? Yes. Han Solo. Uh, and honestly, I can go on and on about Donald Glover as Lando. He did absolutely great, killed it. Um, but the one thing I will say, like I've been debating whether I should leave this as like a super spoiler, but I feel like I have to mention it. One of the things, like for me, I was just going into joy. It was pretty good, pretty linear, pretty down to earth for a Star Wars uh, film. Okay. So that it's good in that regard. But the one thing, so the Crimson Dawn, um, the Kira's boss, I guess, um, is the one they're doing, uh, getting the Calaxium for. I keep saying Calaxium, like I, I could be completely wrong on what the the stuff actually is, but Calaxium is like what's sticking out in my mind, so that's what I've been calling it. Um, he ends up dying, um, obviously, but the entire time, like Han is convincing Kira to like leave the Crimson Dawn. He's like, "Why don't you just come with us?" She's like, "Well, I can't because it's not just a matter of reporting back to." Uh, I forget what his name is. Uh, but it, it it's a matter of who he is doing this for. And they've always talked about, like, alluding, like, who it is that he's working for. And, like, you have some one-offs that you may be thinking of. It might be this person. It might be, like, the actual emperor himself. Uh, it could be Darth Vader. But at towards the end, you actually... Uh, so after they kill him, Tobias Beckett... Uh, Woody Harrelson's character ends up betraying them. Okay. I'm just like throwing everything out there. <laughs> I thought about leaving like some surprises. Uh, n- no more if you haven't watched this. Uh, well, we already said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. And he he's taken some. He's taken the Calaxium with him. So they had refined it. They got it to them. He's taking it with them, with him, leaving Han and uh, to face Crimson Dawn leader. And Kira there in a Mexican standoff. <laughs> and they end up killing him. And so then Kira's like, go uh, save Chewbacca, get the Calaxium. I'll be right behind you. And uh, after he leaves, she takes the ring for the Crimson Dawn, uh, opens up like this, the projector. And she's talking to like this person that uh, they answer to. And... I could be wrong about this, so someone correct me. The guy is just like, oh, she's like, I regret to inform you that so-and-so has died. Um, Tobias Beckett um, got away with the Calaxium. They worked alone, or he worked alone or whatever. And he's like, all right, well, report to me immediately. He takes off the hood. And I'm pretty sure that's Darth Maul they showed. If not, it is... Uh, it is one of his race. 
because they don't they don't give a name. He just takes it off. And the thing is, like, I'm pretty sure it's Darth Maul because he had a double-edged lightsaber. And I looked at that, and I was... A lot of times, like, I try to contain myself in movies. Like, if you go watch movies with me for the first time. Now, there are instances where it's just like, if you don't shut up. <laughs> but I was just sitting there, and I was just like, yo. <laughs> because if you guys have watched uh, Rebels... And Clone Wars, yeah, they do all the stuff. Like, they do the storyline where he is still alive. And I was just, and the fact that they did this in, like, Solo, I'm, I was like, yo, do you know, like, not only how many questions is bring, like, how many doors this opens, like, that they could do? Like, because people were talking about, they want to do, like, a Maul movie. Like, Obi-Wan and Darth Maul and Boba Fett. Those are, like, the three movies people want to see. And it was it was just outrageous and wild. I was just like, "Yo, hey, I'm all for it then." Yeah. So then, like that, that's a big thing, and I'm so glad that they did that. Like they revealed because they could have kept that a mystery. And people were like, "Well, that's like one loose end," but they did that, and it was uh, absolutely wild. Um, Let's just go ahead and wrap it up right here. Yeah. Honestly, like, go watch Solo. It, it's a fun, enjoyable watch. Um, it's E-Man approved, or by one-fourth E-Man, it's approved. Um, so go watch it. Let us know what you think. Be sure to tweet at us, E-Man Podcast again. Make sure that you're, if you're listening excuse me, on SoundCloud, go ahead and like it, repost it. Go ahead and leave a comment. Make sure you're following us. Even more about nothing. Uh, if you're on iTunes, make sure you subscribe. Rate us. Let us know what you think about our podcast. Do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you like talking about nothing? Do you like listening about nothing? Because you aren't talking with us. We're talking to you. Um, and then on Stitcher and Google Play, subscribe or like leave a comment. Let us know what you think about all that. Um, and make sure you're following us. Instagram, email podcast, facebook.com, backslash even more about nothing. And with that, we'll uh, call it good, and we'll see you on the other side of the galaxy. Yeah.